0: I so I I like ASMR but it's it's like when I watch those videos they're trying to do ASMR too much. I like the accidental ASMR. Just like watch, watching somebody do like a, a process
1: and it just happens to be very like relaxing. Yeah. Oh. Or
0: or there's this there's there's this guy on YouTube I he's called the lock picking lawyer yes and he yeah. picks locks and it's it is kind of like ASMR you know he's just talking at like a normal volume mm-hmm. and he's picking locks and uh, explaining what he's doing and then he'll take the locks apart um and it's sort of like accidental ASMR. I'll do another shout out for Primetime yeah. Pokemon as well. that is accidental ASMR. <laughs> Not all of his videos, but if you go back and watch his older videos, that is is more like it. He's gotten a bit um I I I don't want to say too big for his bridges. I think he's I think he's I think he fits into his bridges now. Um <laughs> but that is also like his older videos are accidental. Um asmr so uh yeah but but most asmr it's like they're i don't like don't whisper to me like like talk lightly but you don't have to whisper (laughs) yeah
1: yeah no i really like the lockpicking lawyer His videos are very
0: yeah relaxing yeah very satisfying yeah very very interesting yeah so uh lockpicking lawyer if you're out there um dm us let us know what you think (laughs) (laughs) do you think he plays magic i you know i wouldn't put anything past anybody at this point yeah all right everybody this is turn one soul ring we are doing another set review uh i'm eric oh uh, sorry i was i was i just heard eric sneeze that's why i said i'm eric that's i'm kevin uh, hey i'm eric <laughs> and i'm riley and uh like i just mentioned Um, We are starting our Strixhaven set review today. If you've listened to one of our set reviews before, you know that they're not exhaustive. We cover the cards we're interested in playing in the formats that we play. Uh, As usual, we'll go through the cards in Wuburg order. Then we're going to do an MDFC slash gold category. Uh, Not really, they're going to be two separate categories. Then we'll wrap things up with the colorless and Land cards. Uh, Today we're going to be covering white, blue, and black cards before we wrap things up. Before we get to our first white card though, Eric is going to tell you all how you can get in touch with us or find us out on social media or just in general out on the, the web or the net. I've been watching a little bit of Reboot so I feel like saying the net more. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay everybody you can find us over on instagram at turn one Ring the podcast uh you can also get a hold of us directly via email uh turn one the podcast at gmail.com uh we throw everything up onto youtube uh the best way to find us there is type in turn one soaring the podcast and also if you like what we're doing here we have a patreon page so you can always go check us out over on patreon it's patreon.com/ turn one's soul ring
0: That's right you know I was just thinking like 112 episodes I don't think we've ever we've gotten the names mixed up I kind of feel like my mother but um, I don't think we've ever gotten the names mixed up I think that's pretty good
2: what do you mean so, our own names is
0: that what you're talking about our own <laughs> like, names what? yes that's I just saying that I'm some like I'm someone else I think that's yeah. the first time this has happened. It's quite a feat if you think about it. Yeah, I
2: was able to remember my own name for over 100 episodes.
0: Oh, boy. And you know what, it was just it was just a matter of time. It was just a matter of time. So, uh let's get to the first white card that we have here. It is Clever Lumamancer. Quite clever. Let me just pull up here here we go. Very clever. Quite clever. One white for a zero 01 Human Wizard. It has Magecraft. Whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, clever Lumimancer gets plus two plus two until end of turn i
2: think this is a pretty decent card for like uh gonna be draft sealed and uh maybe standard just like a little bit of aggro because once ever you're casting a spell this is really like a two three which is nothing to shy at for one mana
0: yeah if you can reliably cast that spell and 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 in case you don't know magecraft is the uh, flagship mechanic for this set. It's all about instants and sorceries. And there's a lot of wizards in the set.
2: A lot of wizards.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's a little bit more at home in Constructed format. Yeah. So like, you know, maybe if there's like a a red-white prowess deck for historic or, or modern, like it might show up there. Um, in Limited, I, I feel like there's not necessarily going to be a ton of fuel to throw into it. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I think in the first few turns of the game, you could probably get a trigger, like, a reliable trigger. But at a certain point, your your spells are going to dry up, and then you're just going to have a zero one one sitting on the battlefield.
2: <laughs> but I think having, like, a 2-3 for one mana for, like, those few first turns, and then just using it to as block fodder isn't the worst. Because then if you only had, like, a 1-2 for one, you're going to use it for block fodder later on probably anyways.
0: Yeah. We have Devastating Mastery next. It's two and four white pips for sorcery. Uh, And this is part of a cycle in this set. Uh, You may pay two and two white rather than pay this spell's mana cost. If the two and two white cost was paid, an opponent chooses chooses up to two non-land permanents they control and returns them to their owner's hand. Destroy all non-land permanents.
2: This is really interesting for Commander because mm-hmm. it says only an opponent. So it's not all yeah. of your opponents. Only one player gets to choose two permanents and then everything else is gone. Non-lands, of course.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't target either for all those weird niche scenarios where they might have hexproof. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
2: <laughs> it's fair.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I, definitely think like this, this card and, and this cycle in particular is geared towards multiplayer formats. Mm -hmm. uh definitely in limited or in any kind of constructed format you don't really want to be giving your opponent two of their non-land permanents back before you (laughs) pull up the rest no (laughs) it's kind of putting you at a bit of a disadvantage but in a lot of cases
2: they may only have two like (laughs) creatures or something yeah
1: (laughs) kind of defeats the purpose yeah
2: but uh, yeah, and then of course, like four mana rats are always really good. So seeing this as a four mana wrath with a little bit of like political upside with it, being able to have somebody save yeah. two of their non-land permanents, I think is really, really fun uh, for the format.
0: For sure. Absolutely. Elite Spellbinder is next. It's two in white for a 3-1 human cleric with flying. When it enters the battlefield, look at target opponent's hand. You may exile a non-land card from it. For as long as that card remains exiled, its owner may play it. A spell cast this way costs two more to cast. It's kind of an interesting card and it doesn't, um, you know, it sort of feels like everybody, it's sort of a feel good card all around. I feel like, you know, I'm thinking of like uh, Thoughtseize or Inquisition and it's like, oh, I'm just, I just lose my card. That's it. It's gone. Yeah. I I think,
1: I think this is definitely a constructed card. Like not something I would play in, in a multiplayer format, of course, but I like the idea that you can throw their tempo off to the point where, you know, like maybe they had a a game plan from keeping their hand and now all of a sudden it's kind of interrupted a turn or two. Um, But at the same time, you can also get some blink shenanigans going here because that card stays exiled with that tax on. Uh, It doesn't care if Elite Spellbinder stays on the battlefield or not. So you could probably do some interesting, like, death and taxes, like Femius shenanigans to get a couple extra oh, cards going very
0: spicy dnt
2: uh there is a card that this reminds me of that's really escaping me right now it's a human
1: Vendillion click oh uh, <laughs> uh well vindillion click is not a human no so. <laughs> i can't find so it i'm not under. sure what it
0: reminds you of <laughs> is it uh, is it one of those like is it like banisher priest like that kind of no
2: thing? you get to look at your opponent's hand again and then uh whatever you choose stays exiled until it leaves the battlefield. Is it white? It's black. It's one of anything and There's, one black. There's um,
1: brain maggot. There's like... No. Uh,
2: it's a newer card, too. <laughs> yeah, the
0: pirate, the flying pirate. Yeah, freebooter? the flying pirate. Oh, kite sail Freebooter.
2: Yeah, yeah Freebooter. Yeah. That's the one.
0: Okay, why didn't you say that?
2: <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, I, it really reminded me of that one. Uh, Of course, Freebooter, like, in a way is a little bit better because it's until it leaves the battlefield. Uh, But I think Freebooter also says, like, non-creature and um, Mm -hmm. this can just hit... Yeah, this is non-land. Yeah, non-land. So I really like it for that kind of tempo play and just being able to, like, look at your opponent's hand. Slow down a card you may not want to see coming down too early that you can maybe keep getting your aggro in or something like that. And then uh, paying three mana for a flyer that has three power is uh, pretty good as well. Just with the yeah definitely put the clock on them yeah
0: yeah and 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 getting to see what's in your opponent's hand especially um in constructed formats is incredibly powerful oh yeah um and 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 sees play like it, it does see uh both modern and pioneer play if i'm not mistaken
2: yeah i definitely saw modern play um i can see seeing i again we didn't get to play much pioneer but i feel like if it was good modern you'd probably see it in pioneer
0: <laughs> yeah We have Mavinda students advocate next it's two and a white for a legendary creature bird advisor two three with flying you can pay zero and you may cast target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard this turn if that spell doesn't target a creature you control it costs eight more to cast this way if that spell would be put into your graveyard exile it instead and you can only activate once each turn. this really has nothing to do with, the, with this card's effect, but I really like how they did the like the owl people in this set. They're very very cute, and they kind of remind me of um, uh, what's that panda movie with Jack Black where he's the Kung Fu panda? Kung Fu panda. <laughs> yes, I they're, they're just very they're just very very cute. I I really like the the art direction that they took with the
1: owl people. Something about him having four talons kind of makes me uncomfortable. okay i get that talents for hands and then also wings
0: also wings yeah
1: it's like what's going on here
0: (laughs) No, i I get that yeah uh yeah this is uh
2: i i when i saw this card i instantly thought feather yeah right like oh (laughs) yeah, yeah if you have a feather deck i think you're gonna want this card in there now (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, that's yeah that that is a lot of card advantage yeah yeah for sure. anything that ends up going to your graveyard
2: you can get back so yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. i i was also yeah, thinking one, about I, it one white pip it's easy to cast. yeah just
1: like a mono white like s- combat combat uh trick spell slinger deck like i i just him alone i i feel like he would be a lot of fun
2: yeah mm-hmm. and you know this isn't uh they you can only activate it like once each turn so you can't yeah. just like instantly break stuff
1: yeah, the templating is a little weird. Like the whole, you know, if it doesn't target a creature, it costs eight more. <laughs> like what the hell is going on there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you're in a pinch and you need to cast that uh Wrath of God, you know? Oh man. Yeah. Pay 12? That's it's like, but that costs <laughs> yeah. so much
2: extra. Like either just pay, it can only target a creature or like, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> pay pay 9 to to somebody's creature.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Sounds like a good deal. Good deal. Next up, we have our f- our first lesson card. So uh, it's reduced to memory. It's one and two white for a sorcery lesson. Exile target non-land permanent. Its controller creates a three two red and white spirit creature token. So, um, I guess we should explain the lesson? the lesson and the learn mechanic here. Just um, Riley, do you wanna you wanna do that for us?
1: Sure. Yeah. So basically, how it works is. Uh, lesson and learn kind of go hand in hand. Lessons are a, I think they're only sorceries. I don't think there's any instance that are lessons, but it's a sorcery type. Um, And if it's in your sideboard and you have a card that says learn, um, learn basically means that you can get a a lesson from outside the game. So meaning your sideboard, uh, bring it into your hands, or if you don't do that, you can choose to uh, rummage. So discard a card to draw a card um but yeah a lesson in this case if this is in your sideboard you can use a card with learn to pick it up from your sideboard and put it into your hand
2: uh confirmed uh lessons are only sorceries
0: okay cool good good check okay so um reduce to memory
2: yeah obviously i think the lessons are best in constructed formats or or draft, not really like no. I shouldn't say constructed. I meant yes. to say like you know standard and the draft formats. Because anything past standard, mm-hmm. I just don't think the cards are good enough to really be viable, except for popper, maybe. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they're. I think I, you know, they're a little slow. They're sort of the lessons seem to be like uh, generally over costed for the effect that you're getting.
1: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I think. I think they're costed in a way that it's like you know it's it's nice that you're getting some form of card advantage or um you know getting a replacement effect Mm -hmm. uh but it's you know also not premium (laughs) right (laughs) like there's a there's a cost to doing so uh
2: but that being said like i really think reduced to memory being able to like if your opponent has some sort of big threat uh it's nice to be able to you know even just grab this from your sideboard and be able to get rid of their threat
0: yeah and give them a three two red and white spirit creature token totally yeah in limited, like,
1: le- learn and lessons are awesome in limited. I, I've, I've played a couple I so no, far. I have so no far. doubt, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun uh, to have, like, that balance between, you know, do I have enough learn cards? Do I have enough lesson cards? Usually if you can pick up a few lessons, it, it really pays you off for having some learn cards in your deck. Um, having this kind of effect, like, usually, like, in, uh, I think, Cal Time, we had uh, Raven Form. Which gave the opponent a one one flyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in draft, that was not really a good card. <laughs> like in Commander, I'm sure it would be fine. Uh, like a one one split over three opponents that have 40 life. like th- yeah. that's not gonna put much of a clock on the game. definitely. but but in draft, like a one one flyer is a real threat. So it's giving sp- them especially with all those um, those equipments that you could put on it. Oh, in yeah, call time mm-hmm. limited. Yeah, for sure. So giving them, like, a relevant creature type, like a red-white spirit, a 3-2 red-white spirit, is, like, not nothing. Like, that's still a threat. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But the fact that it's very situational and it can be used in flexibility with other lessons is what I, I think makes this card good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like, I don't even think I like, I wouldn't mainboard this at all.
0: <laughs> no, no. Next up is Secret Rendezvous. It's one and two white for a sorcery. You and target opponent each draw three cards. So uh, this card is terrible and limited and constructed in general. Don't play it. Yes. Um, but it is three mana to draw three cards. Uh, and that's pretty good, even though it's going to be card disadvantage for you and the, as opposed to the player that you choose. Um, but I I love cards like this for Commander. It reminds me of uh, mm. like Scheming Symmetry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, the... The rare occasion where you don't want to cast this is where you're so far in the lead that you just don't want to give anybody else an opportunity to draw cards. But you know if you're in that position, you don't you don't need to be casting a spell like this. But uh, most of the time, I think you're going to be able to look around the commander table and find somebody with you know their that desperation, that look of desperation on their face and you know you can you can offer them an olive branch. And um, you know, and, and then you're and then you're gonna get to draw those three cards and get a little something extra. Like it, it's it, this is a fun um, pol- yeah. political card. Yeah,
1: I yeah, agree totally. Pa- pairs well with like things like Alms Collector and Hull Breacher as well. Ooh, so yeah. Hey.
0: Oh, that's see. I just wanted to have fun, and Riley, <laughs> you took it over the line. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, with Alms Collector, you get to draw four cards. You're right.
0: You're right. <laughs>
2: Three mana, draw four cards. That is good value.
0: Next up, we have Semester's End. It's three and a white for an instant. Exile any number of target creatures and or planeswalkers you control. At the beginning of the next end step, return each of them to the battlefield under its owner's control. Each of them enters the battlefield with an additional 1-1 counter on it if it's a creature and an additional loyalty counter on it if it's a planeswalker. So... Everyone knows, uh, like Eerie Interlude and cards like it are, you know, among some of my favorite white cards. Um, but, uh, you know, a, de- a deck with a ton of creature ETBs wants this card uh, either to save itself from a board wipe or just to get a bit of extra value by blinking its creatures. Um, unlike Eerie Interlude, this is uh, the creatures come back at end step. So, you know, your your turn is basically over and that's also a downside with Planeswalkers because, you know, I'm, I'm, I used to have a Brago deck and you blink your Planeswalkers and then you get to use their loyalty abilities an additional time, so <clears throat> you don't get to do that with this card, um, but, uh, you know, it is going to be a great way to, again, save your walkers from lethal damage or a mass damage spell. Uh, so I just think any uh, I, I just think it's a great protection card I can put it in that category.
1: Yeah, so one thing to note is Eerie Interlude returns them on end step as well.
0: Yes, that
1: you you are right.
2: Yeah, that, that's yes. how you dodge the the wrath.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Eerie Interlude is, is any is, is also any number of target creatures. It it only targets creatures.
2: Yeah, so this does hit yeah. your planeswalkers, yeah. but the other cool thing is like your creatures are coming back stronger too
0: right and yeah, and i think sure, this so. is the first time we've seen a card like this that um does this for planeswalkers yes for
2: sure like, like, like yeah a, we've a seen mass cards that blink
0: spell can blink can blink a single planeswalker yeah. but
1: hmm. nothing that it blinks like all planeswalkers
0: <laughs> yeah i guess other than like brago who who blinks um, yeah <laughs> non non-land permanence hmm
1: yeah it's it's four mana so i mean it's a little bit more of a commitment than eerie interlude yeah. but uh i think i think in a deck that you can benefit from this kind of effect you know i'm thinking like it's always fun to loop these kind of effects with things like um eternal witness yeah. just to yeah. get that repeatable protection mm-hmm. um but i'm also thinking like my plus one plus one counter miri deck would probably oh, have fun I with something like this just as kind of like a um, a protection spell that also could potentially buff the whole team with counters.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely that. Yeah, and that's that's also something to consider. Um, yeah,
2: like the one extra sp- mana for the plus one plus one counters, I think, is pretty extra spicy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> extra spicy. And the and the loyalty <laughs> counters as well. Like you you've used the you know you've used a minus ability, and they're gonna come back with a with a plus loyalty. So that's yeah, that's definitely something. To think about, um, <clears throat> and yes, it is one more mana, but you know, it it does hit a broader um, uh, card type, uh, and it's it still is just that one that one white pip, which is what you want to see in, in multicolored commander decks. But you know, I'm I'm purely thinking about this card um, in commander. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah me too. We have Strict Proctor next. It's one in a white for a 1-3 Spirit Cleric with flying. Whenever a permanent entering the battlefield causes a triggered ability to trigger, counter that ability unless its controller pays to. Um you know, longtime listeners of the show know that I'm not a, you know, a lover of, of stacks. I've I've played stacks. I don't I don't like piloting it. I don't like being on the receiving end of it. But I do love when they add a new stacks piece. It's cause it's it's just so, um, it's just an interesting design space. It's like, how can we mm-hmm. stop players from playing magic? It's just kind of, I don't know. There's something, It's. I guess it's the stacks player in me. Well, I, I think that,
1: I, I particularly like this one because it doesn't stop you from playing magic. It just, you know, it adds an extra hurdle. Like, it. you can still cast your spell. Like, at the end of the day, you could still cast it if you really needed to, but it adds a, a new form of interaction it's kind of like a leonin arbiter for etbs yeah i know?
0: yeah i guess i guess i guess you know what's what is stopping you from playing magic i guess i guess that's subjective but yeah you're you're right you can still cast your spell if you need to
2: yeah and then like if you really if it's a really good ability you can still pay two for it as well so mm-hmm. it's just an extra two mana <clears> to get your triggered ability so something at the table is doing some ridiculous shenanigans you know those Ken kind of like slow them down, and be like, Hey, stop with the panharmonicons and stuff over there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> great, great. This is great against
1: Brago. Yeah, or or you can like use it to your advantage and play like a Phyrexian Dreadnought. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yep. There, just yep. have like a 12 12 for one mana.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> great, very cool. Yeah, <clears throat> okay, moving on to blue here. Our first blue card is Archmage Emeritus. It's two and two blue for a two-two human wizard with a staff uh, with what looks like, very similar <laughs> to the Modern Horizons set symbol at the end of it, and it has Magecraft. <laughs> Whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, draw a card. Hell That's, yeah! Well, that yeah.
2: seems pretty good.
0: Yeah. What? A, what? A, yeah. If you you know you're just digging, this would be. Um, uh, I hadn't really thought about it but I could I could see trying this out in my uh tallrand sky summoner deck there's a lot of cheap Hell yeah, instances oh, yeah. And sorceries you can just draw more instant and sorceries and make more drakes yeah Yep. Yeah. perfect for tallrand
2: yeah you know you opt for one mana scry draw a card draw another card off this
0: oh yeah
1: yeah I mean I like drawing cards I like casting spells so this guy has everything I want <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
2: emeritus you are everything i want
0: <laughs> yeah he's pretty shredded too so yeah, yeah.
2: boom he's got those cool glowing glyphs like oh yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. i wonder what to do I wonder we're gonna, we're, <laughs> when we're gonna start seeing body art like that i can't wait <clears throat> and i'm just gonna be like an old man with my you know like old-timey just regular ink tattoos and just being like back in my day you know we didn't have yeah. glowing tattoos. our tattoos couldn't glow yeah <laughs> We have Curate next. It's one in a blue for an instant. Look at the top two cards of your library. Put any number of them into your graveyard and the rest back on top of your library in any order. Draw a card.
2: I like blue spells that, you know, filter the deck a little bit and get you through, like Opt and stuff like that. And I thought this mm. one was pretty interesting just for, like, what you're able to do with it you're like oh do i really want both these cards i can put them both back i can draw the better one i need right now i don't need these at all just get them in the graveyard like just the options that it gives you
0: yeah and a lot of cards you know like this like 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 an opt uh have like a scry effect so they they get put onto the bottom of your library and a lot of times i think we'd rather have cards in our graveyard rather than the bottom of our library that like cards seem to be in my experience easier to get out of the graveyard than off the bottom of the library you know i know we have like tutoring effects like that but i think this them this card putting them into the graveyard makes it like a just a touch better it's well it's yeah it's like surveil it's just surveil right (laughs) but they can't um, they can't put surveil on it cuz this isn't ravnica. And this is yeah. so much not ravnica that they <laughs> named the guilds something else. We can't call it demir anymore. Well, we didn't we don't even have allied campuses. We can't call it um you know, is it anymore? It's prismari. And we also can't say CMC. It's mana value. It,
1: they should just make surveil like a <laughs> like, uh, evergreen
0: keyword. Just leave it at that like yeah, I like surveil. Yeah, they should yeah, do that. They should do that with a lot of keywords, you know, yeah. with like yeah, with like um, you know, like metalcraft. That's another one. Like, um, Inventors Fair should just say metalcraft. What's wrong with that? We got magecraft. Come on.
2: Yeah. Give me, <laughs> give me the crafts.
0: <laughs> Next up, we have ingenious mastery. It's x two and a blue for a sorcery. You may pay two and a blue rather than pay this spell's mana cost if the two and a blue cost was paid you draw three cards then an opponent creates two treasure tokens and they scry two if that cost wasn't paid you draw x cards making friends
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah again like uh obviously this is fun with commander with being the being able to choose an opponent and you can help them out a little bit there uh, and then, like our secret rendezvous in white, this isn't giving your opponent as big of an upside compared to that card. You're not both just straight drawing three cards. <laughs> yeah. So oh, blue got the better spell. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise! I mean, this is also rare compared to that one being uncommon. So yeah. But yeah, uh, I I don't know. Like this, maybe like I I. You know, drawing three cards compared to your opponent, gaining two mana that goes away and scrying two, I think is still the better value.
1: Like, I, I'd like, uh, if I had to pick, obviously I'd pick Ingenious Mastery. Uh, You know, giving them scry two and, and two treasures is a big bump. Like, you're ramping them, you know, two turns ahead, essentially, for free. Uh, Even if it is just a one-shot deal.
0: Well, it's not but, free. They uh, had to smile and wink at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly there you go um yeah <laughs> they had to commit to you you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> you're mine now <laughs> um yeah but like this is fantastic i love it it's just just like nice fun political tool at a, at a really solid rate like
0: three mana to draw three is awesome oh yeah hell yeah Kelpie Guide is next. It's two and a blue for a 2-2 beast. It has two activated abilities. The first one is tap, untap another target permanent you control. And the second one is tap, tap, target permanent. Activate only if you control eight or more lands. That's somewhat of a common theme here is the eight or more lands stipulation.
1: Man, when I saw Kelpie Guide, I was both excited for Commander and Limited. I was just... This kind of effect to untap a permanent is awesome. Yeah, it's because, huge. It's, yeah, it's like, like
0: Cure's I, Follower or that uh, that other blue card that's a zombie does it as well. It's yeah. like four mana.
1: Yeah, they don't come, come too often. No, I think don't. Uh, Vizier of the Tumbling Sands is another one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, but I have a... um, What is it? I'm thinking... Jeskai. It's a Jeskai Ascendancy deck that is like looking for all these kind of effects, like either mana dorks or... Untappers like this just that's, to be able to keep going. That's the, uh,
0: that's that one. That's that the obscure Nosto. commander from Legends, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. 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 Nosto, yeah. Voice of the Craigs, <laughs> or whatever the, it is.
0: Yes, with the heads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: the Chimera.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: even in Limited, this thing is a freaking house. Like, really you know, it's, it's doing some work in the uh, early game by ramping your spells out a little bit more. And, and in, um, Quandrix, like, the theme is getting to eight eight or more lands. Like, that's one of the core themes of Quandrix. And as soon as this thing becomes a tapper, like, yeah, good luck. Because <laughs> your attacks or your blocks are just messed up from, from then on, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. Really strong.
2: In limited, yeah. it's super strong to be able to tap any permanent. So, yeah. yeah that's super good for this. Because then, like, we have seen like, white gets it a lot, but they have to pay like one or two mana as well, so... Once you hit those eight lands, and you have to pay for this. It's super good.
0: Makes me think of Icy Manipulator from uh, Dominaria. And, yeah. you know, bef- uh, before yeah. you comment, I know that wasn't the original printing. Um, but uh, <laughs> that, that card in Limited was fantastic. Exactly. multiple choice is next it's x and a blue for sorcery if x is one scry one then draw a card if x is two you may choose a player they return a creature they control to its owner's hand if x is three create a four four blue and red elemental creature token if x is four or more do all of the above this is very i mean there's there's a lot of very flavorful cards in this set it's it's a very flavorful set but this card is uh, might I might I, I'm definitely gonna nominate this for a flavor win of the set.
1: Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, this
1: card is amazing. Like, it's it's okay. Don't get me wrong. It's a good card, um, but it's nothing spectacular. Just the design of it is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. it's definitely exactly. design. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
2: The only thing I could i wish a little bit more is the x for two you got to choose the creature instead of them yeah for sure well, but course, I, at the end no. of
1: the day like if you're paying five mana you're getting a four four that bounces a creature of their choice to their hand and scrys one and draws a card so, yeah like, <laughs>
0: that's a pretty pretty good deal pretty good in deal. most cases
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah this card's <clears throat> great Resculpt is next. It's one in a blue for an instant. Exile target artifact or creature. Its controller creates a four-four blue and red elemental creature token. Now, while I don't think this card is very good in limited, uh, a la what Riley was uh, saying earlier about Raven Form, because um, yeah. <clears throat> as as much as a one-one flyer is is good in limited, like it's a real thing, especially Caldheim Limited. Um, a four-four is is a real threat you know you only have 20 <laughs> life here like that's that's a big deal um and we've seen this kind of effect before with um you know cards like pongify or rapid hybridization where you get the three three uh like ape or frog lizard uh, and also the um oh uh, reality shift where you get the you manifest the top card of your library and it's a two two and then if it's a creature you can f- uh turn it you can flip it up for its casting cost right Eat. Well, I just yeah. It, yeah, it's I'm pretty sure it's a creature. It's not just a uh a permanent. But um <clears throat> you know, what what I really like about this card, you know, again thinking about it for commander is that it's giving us efficient artifact removal in blue, which is something mm-hmm. that I don't think we've ever seen before unless you want to run colorless effects like that like your your unstable obelisks or your scour from existence you know guys i think i might be the only commander player that runs scour from existence in his in his decks but um (laughs) you know let us let us let us know in the comments um
2: (laughs) i do have a copy in one of my decks oh yeah nice okay
0: yeah it's (laughs) it's one of
1: those cards like i mean I don't mean to get on a tangent but like seven manas is a big commitment. Yeah, <laughs> You've got to really want to get rid of that permit. <laughs> yeah, and
0: and you know like Meteor Golem is is it might be a better bet because you do get the body mm. but it's not an instant. Um so that's like that's sort of the trade-off but um <clears throat> you know I know I know like you know players jokingly say that like blue can do everything and i think over the past couple of years it's it's sort of shifted to green can do everything um and green actually really can do everything but you know i don't think it's going to be too much longer until we see a card like this that can remove an enchantment um in in blue but um you know i just i i think for commander this is a this is a solid artifact removal spell in in your mono blue decks and uh, I've already been <clears throat> all over deck stats on my decks and trying to find yeah. a, b- a place for this card in my blue decks because it, as as much of a threat is a, as much as as a four four is a threat in limited in um, in commander. You know, you have forty life. You give somebody a four four, no big deal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is in the same kind of realm as Pongify and Rapid Hybridization, right? Like, Absolutely. Yeah, it's. It's got a little bit more flexibility in what it can target. It exiles, and sure, it gives them a four four. But like you know, the difference between a three three and a four four is not huge. So yeah, like this, this is a, a fantastic removal spell in blue.
0: And I would even like I would I would pay the extra uh, one generic mana, and give them an extra one one buff on the token that they get for that yeah. exile effect. Yeah, and and that that extra target right you know that that's that's what makes reality shift yeah exactly that's what makes reality shift such a great removal spell in blue yeah yeah for sure and it's awesome to see it at common because it's going to be widely available oh yeah totally <laughs> yeah. like i i got a I I got four of them for my uh my four mono blue commander decks uh um, <laughs> and uh i got the foils 25 cents a piece there you go and that's that's ca- that's canadian so you can take that to the bank. Yeah, check it. Well, I also, took it out like, of took it out of the bank actually. <laughs> it's a whole dollar.
2: <laughs> I'm also gonna say like you know, in limited, um, hitting your own treasure token and making a four four is you know, I think pretty that's good.
0: That's totally that's legit. Yeah, that yeah. is yeah. A legitimate yeah, play. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean. Yeah, you'd need to do some uh, deck building considerations during the draft. Like, yeah. I wouldn't start off like that, but you no, know it could be like fun if, yeah. if you have <laughs> the support for it. My <laughs>
2: plan for this draft is re-sculpting <laughs> I drafted five yeah. re-sculpts. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch out. Uh, Solve the equation is next. It's two in a blue for a sorcery. Search your library for an instant or sorcery card. Reveal it. Put it into your hand. Then shuffle. That's something else they've changed, uh, the templating with this Thank set. God. Because it was always, <laughs> it's like, it was always, then shuffle your library. But then it's like, yeah. then Bro. shuffle. So, like, you can pull out a deck of 52 cards, shuffle it, and that's a legal play. That's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Oh you know my God, that's
1: so good. <laughs> no, I, I, anytime they can shorten their, their slang, like, I'm generally a, a, a fan of that. Yeah. I think. Like the the nice thing about then shuffle, is it's very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, it's not that buried within you know magic's kind of vocabulary, right? It's you know sh- you're shuffling a deck of cards. What what else are you gonna do, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah totally. Uh, you know, so speaking of the the templating, I you know I always thought because I I started playing Magic when I was about like nine nine or ten. It was uh it was Urza's uh, Urza's Legacy, and um. <clears throat> I always thought it was really progressive, like not when I was nine, but you know, in retrospect, I always thought it was really progressive that Magic always had that, like he or she when referring to a player, even though like most of the people you play with are um, men, uh, like th- that's the majority of the player base. But you know, I was I always thought that was progressive. And then you look at a game like Catan, and they it's they still it's all like the ma- it's all male pronouns in their instructions. Like if you pick up a new game of Catan um, it's all male pronouns. So just, just want to give, uh, just want to give Watsy a little pat on the back for that one. Um, <laughs> but I digress, uh, so solve the equation. Um, this is, what is this? What well, it's an uncommon. Yeah. So, um, I think this effect, you know, I'm thinking like merchant scroll is a very similar effect except merchant scroll only lets you tutor up an, uh, a blue instant, or sorcery so it's it's a little more narrow but it, it's I just think, i think it's specifically instant a blue instant yeah 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 right so it's even more narrow than i just said yes. it was. <laughs> yes yeah, and super uh, narrow. and it's still a fantastic commander card especially in the in the cdh um meta but uh you know this card i i don't know if it's cdh playable but i think the same decks that would want to play merchant scroll uh want to play this if you will want to play this card because it's not as narrow and i think that one extra mana is to, to give you that flexibility of getting any instant or sorcery card um i think the value is there and i th- you know like i'm even thinking of i've been trying to find a place for this in uh in my narset deck because previously what i would tutor for for merchant scroll was mystical tutor but with this i could get extra turn spells extra combat spells whatever i can go get path to exile
2: yeah and like the great part about this card is because it's just instant sorcery it doesn't limit you by the color this fits into so many decks Mm -hmm. oh yeah Yeah. oh yeah and so like yeah this card i think is super strong uh and i think even the value is like a couple bucks for an uncommon right out the gate so
0: actually i got um the same place i got those resculpts i got this foil pre-order 49 cents
2: Really? Boom! Yeah, did Wizards, it. Wow.
0: Wizard's tower, baby. Um, nice. The fallow field. Um, where are they? I don't know. It's somewhere in Canada. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know what you can do. You can always use solve the equation to tutor for your demonic tutor to oh my search god. for the card you want. Yeah, like yeah, like building mana
0: crypts. I yeah, need a little yeah, bit of ramp I, here. Yeah, <laughs> I got. It's I like, have oh, I, I have five mana, oh. but I need that. I need that extra two. Five
2: mana to save yeah. mana crypts.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> or an extra flex would be solve the equation, get demonic tutor, tutor for a mountain, play your mountain.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, sometimes you need that one extra mana for your torment of hailfire on your next turn. You know. Yeah, in exactly. your in your mono
1: black
2: deck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, next up we have test of talents it's one and a blue for an instant counter target instant or sorcery spell search its controller's graveyard hand and library for any number of cards with the same name as that spell and exile them that player shuffles then draws a card for each card exiled from their hand this way this is kind of giving me like arcane denial vibes
2: uh this is this is like a counter spell for only Instant Sorceries, but it has the clause of like um Oh my god.
0: Oh like uh surgical extraction yeah. or uh that, that other one with split second.
2: Yeah, this yeah. is like <laughs> let's put surgical extraction on a counter spell.
0: <laughs> but also the, the the arcane denial vibes were because you get to draw cards for the cards exiled this way so it's like yeah you're countering my spell and then removing my ability to cast the same spell again at any point in this game um but i get to draw some cards so i'm not really that upset
2: that, you only get to draw cards if that card was in your hand though
0: yeah so. oh yeah you're right so yeah I'm i'm upset
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wouldn't run this in commander by any means oh no god no no, <laughs> no.
2: Uh, but yeah i i absolutely love this card i think the design space around it's really really cool and uh you know somebody's trying to do something weird i think this is like really good in like the control matchups because then you can kind of like get rid of your opponents like good spells and stuff so
1: probably probably good against emergent ultimatum decks yeah
2: get that out get of there rid of... yeah <laughs> emergent ultimatum never again
0: yeah Okay, so uh, our last blue card is Tempted by the Auric. Uh, tempted by the Auric. Yeah, you got it, Riley. <laughs> so it's one blue, blue, blue for a sorcery. For each opponent, gain control of up to one target creature or planeswalker that player controls with mana value three or less. Ooh, this is like a more restrictive um, blatant thievery totally yeah man that's spicy this is yeah this is a great multiplayer card
2: yeah this is really really cool i like this card a lot
1: very fun get some nice value creatures
0: on your side (laughs) yeah or get a get like a nice like ashiok um not dream render well that one would work but the uh the og ashiok from from theros oh there you go yeah yeah Yeah. get hurt get see what happens then
2: If you Gilded Drake somebody, you can get your Gilded Drake back. Oh, yeah. And then if you're playing
0: your Brago deck, you can then blink your Gilded Drake. Oh, man. I want to put that deck back together. (laughs) Okay, so moving on to black here. This is our last color today. We have, first up, Brackish Trudge. It's two and a black. For a 4-2 fungus beast, it enters the battlefield tapped, and you can pay 1 and a black to return it from your graveyard to your hand. Activate only if you gained life this turn. (laughs) This is so bad. Uh, (laughs) You know, looking at at
1: this again, it's like, what the hell? Oh, There's so many hoops you have to jump through. Not only does it enter (laughs) the battlefield tapped, but you can return it to your hand.
0: Yeah, it's not even the battlefield. Only
1: if you gain life. There's yeah. a lot of hoops, yeah. When I, I first
2: saw this, I totally thought it was battlefield.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> this, this this card's lame. <laughs> I
2: I think like the the spot like <laughs> I did I did one draft and I was um pretty much Withermore and I was gaining a lot of life and so this is kind of like a repeatable thing in limited, which yeah. is not bad. I think that's like the one spot for it.
1: It's probably fine. It's just, yeah. You know, enter the battlefield tapped. Like sucks. all the time yeah and you stuff
2: cast it from your hand like
1: yeah I mean that, that part like I'm sure you're in a late enough part of the game that that's not a big deal but you know if, if I play a, a a card that's recursive I, I want it to be on defense most of the time right? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: it is a fungus beast though what a cool uh, creature type. oh yeah I,
1: I'm in for the creature type that's yeah. that's
0: fine by me <laughs> yeah next time I go to the grocery store and I go to like the mushrooms it's like why does this just say fungus they're beasts <laughs> You're they're not alive fooling anybody. <laughs> uh. so next up we have a baleful mastery it's three in a black for an instant you may pay one in a black rather than pay this spell's mana cost if the one in a black was paid an opponent draws a card and you can exile target creature or enchantment planeswalker, planeswalker you can exile target creature or planeswalker <laughs> <laughs> thank you co-hosts
2: uh, uh, even uh, like paying four to exile a creature or a planeswalker is a good value at instant speed
0: yeah and and like all of these they're better in commander because you just you, you let somebody else draw a card it's like thought not seer in commander it's good yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like Eric. I'm gonna exile your threat, but Kevin, you can draw
0: a card. And I say you thank know? you. I will be your slave for the rest of the game. <laughs> exactly. You're right. a I'll dick. cherish this card. card. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll give Eric it's... the card so he doesn't come back at you tenfold.
1: Yeah, be like Eric. I know you just spent ten mana on that huge threat, but it's fine. You get a card. <laughs> 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 but no, it's like it's an instant speed like doom Blade exile effect that can also hit planeswalkers. If you needed to, this thing is, I don't know. This is one of the best removal spells for commander I've seen in a long time. Yeah. It's too bad. It's not common.
0: Cause then we could play it in popper. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but definitely yeah, so the, the, yeah. They make the one card from this cycle common. That's like, what, yeah. what are <laughs> you guys doing? Uh, no, it's going to be the green card. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's sort of like the green card from the, uh, the, the Commander 2020s, uh, the, like the, the free card cycle. And the green card is like, I have I've never seen that card cast. That being said, I haven't gone to play at a game store in a year, so that might have something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the next card we have is Callous Blood Mage. It's two and a black for a 2 1 Vampire Warlock. When it enters the battlefield, choose one create a 1-1 one, one black and green pest creature token with when this creature dies you gain one life you draw a card and you lose one life and exile target player's graveyard oh this is fun with uh with etbs
1: oh hell yeah definitely it's like a phyrexian rager with like extra abilities this is a
0: total this is totally a trevor card it's
1: totally a me card. I, I just, I <laughs> card riley's like no,
0: it's a me card <laughs> yeah
1: i want this one
2: <laughs> just remember the first option is the best
0: oh yeah those <laughs> those pests like the pe- um, first like, option is fine yeah like, it's, the, i mean the, but the the um because that the golgari commander deck or at least the face commanders is all about those pests
2: yeah, like if you're in a if you're in a deck that's like has sack triggers and stuff, like this is actually pretty good there too, because then you're getting that token. But it's like mm-hmm. if you don't have that fuel there, you can still draw a card from him entering the battlefield.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, even in something like um, like Michaeus, like he's not he's not a human, so he's gonna get that um, that undying and and uh, like that that draw a card or or exiling a graveyard is is pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, just that. Yeah, uh, the flexibility is what makes it so fun. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if you can loop it with your graveyard or bounce it back to your hand and replay it, like, it's just going to be
0: a good time. Next up, we have another lesson. It's Confront the Past. It's X and a black for a sorcery lesson. Choose one. Return target Planeswalker card with mana value X or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. And... Or, or, remove twice <laughs> X loyalty counters from target planeswalker and opponent controls. So I think, I think the art is, I think that's like, um, younger Liliana with, uh, with her bro- her zombie brother, maybe. And then Professor Liliana is like, "No, don't make the same mistakes I did." And she's like, "It's all predetermined. I can't do anything." And they're like, "Oh, okay, se- fair enough."
1: What? Are you serious? Like, you know it's Gideon, right? <laughs> oh, is it? No, I didn't know. I thought it was a brother. Look at, look at the flavor text, Kevin.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. It's you like, know what? Yeah, well, direct, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't look. Yeah, the fla- I honestly did not look at the flavor text. <laughs> okay, my bad. But I think you could have you could have put the brother in there in Gideon's place. And uh, you know, it would have been fine. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But that's <laughs> a really change the flavor text, of course. <laughs> it's I, a really good callback
2: I, to uh, the War of the Spark, I think, actually.
0: Oh, right, oh yeah. Because he's dead. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah, that's like what sins.
2: like that's where Gideon died to save Liliana.
0: Yeah. No more Chad. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. No more I bet the I mean the incels are probably happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- this card as
1: a lesson is is fine. I don't think it's going to come up too often in limited as being relevant. Um in commander not interested. I don't know. Eric, did you have any ideas for this?
0: No, not really. Um, All right. Story yeah.
1: spotlight. Next. Story yeah. spotlight. <laughs>
0: Um, well, well, like, I don't know the whole war of the spark story. Like I'm just, I'm still on like Mercadian masks. So, like we'll get there, but until then, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but you know what? That that's my bad. I did not read the flavor text. Um, so next up we have crushing disappointment. It's three and a black for an instant. Each player loses two life. You draw two cards. This is great. And it's an instant.
2: Yeah. The instant speed, I think, is really great, but it's yeah, right. and then it's just like all players have to lose. So, like a lot of black spells, you know, you lose two life, draw two cards. Now everyone has to lose the life with you, and you draw the cards.
0: Yeah, and you, and it just costs you. You know, it's in a game of, in you know, a a, a average pod of commander, you're paying two extra mana. You know, in addition to what you'd pay with like, <clears throat> sign in blood, or, um, is it knights whisper, and. Um, you know, you're getting, you know, you're you're draining everybody for for six life total, and it's just costing you two extra mana. No big deal.
1: Can can we just take a second to appreciate Knight's Whisper?
0: Yeah, that's of a really good card. It's a fantastic card. Yeah, I, it, I love that card. Yeah, it's great. If you're if, Whisper. if you're running, um, you know, if you're running Sign and Blood and you can only run one, like Knight's Whisper is the better card because it's just uh, it's just one one black pip and 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 generic. So.
1: Yeah, unless you really want to get that target effect where you can make them draw the two and lose two. <laughs> I did actually
0: do that in a game of Popper once with my mono black land destruction deck, and it did win me the exactly. game. Exactly. So got to burn uh, them out. Because sometimes you do. You blow up all their lands. You still got to burn them out. I twitch is next. It's one black for a one-one eye bat with flying. When it dies, you learn. So uh, I think this is our first card that actually learns in this set review. So I'll just read the reminder text. You may reveal a lesson card you own from outside the game, sideboard, and put it into your hand or discard a card to draw a card.
2: It, yeah, so like learns really cool as well because if you don't have anything in your sideboard, you don't want to grab anything, you can always like rummage uh, to still get through your deck as well. So I think that's really neat about that they did that with the mechanic.
0: Yeah, that mm-hmm. is a nice um you know, it's 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 like the the last few sets. I feel like this entire year, I don't know if that has anything to do with the pandemic, but I feel like they've been going towards a more feel good experience for players in general, yeah. but specifically new players.
2: Totally. The one thing I really like about this card, though, is just that it's an eye bat. Its face is a literal eyeball, <laughs> yeah. and, and the creature type is eye bat. We <laughs> need
1: more eyes in Magic. Yeah, tribal. Yeah. Eye tribal. Let's do it. <laughs> there are some really bizarre eyes in Magic. Like, if you have the time, you should search them up.
0: <laughs> oh, they have. They're, they're listening to this show. They have the time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also,
2: they- for the flavor text, oculomancers see the ideal potion ingredient. The bats don't see it that way. Oh, Aww. They're going to take their eye.
1: They need the eye. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't take that. You'll make me
0: learn. <laughs> Flunk is next. It's a one in a black for an instant. Target creature gets minus X minus X until end of turn, where X is seven minus the number of cards in that creature's controller's hand. Ugh, oh, I have Ooh. to do math? You got to do some math. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> oh it's like when you go for a job interview and they ask you how much you want to be paid an hour and then you tell them like your yearly salary and then they don't hire you because they had to do math <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: i think this is a great removal card though uh really really good in like limited and like probably standard because you're gonna like you're you're dumping out your cards no matter what so you're going to be in those positions where this is just going to remove the creature you need to remove with it, and it's two mana at instant speed. Um, I don't think this is very good in commander, though.
1: Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, I guess if they have a huge hand, then it's going to do like it's going to give them a plus, right? <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah, no, this doesn't doesn't seem good for commander.
0: No. Good. Good for limited. Yeah. Oric Lore Mage is next. It's two black black for a 3-3 human warlock. You can tap it to search your library for a card, put it into your graveyard, then shuffle. If it's an instant or sorcery card, put a 1-1 counter on Oric Lore Mage.
2: So this is like a yeah, this is cool for like spell graveyard synergy kind of thing.
1: Yeah, like I, I, it's like an entomb effect on a body. It is four mana though, so and you have to wait an additional turn as a creature because it has summoning sickness. Yeah, I don't, I don't know it, if you're going for that kind of theme, or if you want some redundancy and you don't necessarily care about the efficiency. Like, it's probably going to be fine. It's going to mm-hmm. do what yeah. you want it to do. Just put boots on yeah, it like and you don't have to wait. It's a good yeah, redundancy. It is piece. Re- repeatable <laughs> if it sticks around, right? But yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I think it's it's probably going to play out
0: a little clunky, <laughs> just a little bit. Plum, the forbidden, is next. It's one and a black for an instant. As an additional cost to cast this spell, you may sacrifice one or more creatures. When you do, copy this spell for each creature sacrificed this way. You draw a card and you lose one life.
2: Hell yeah! I guess I'm just sacking all my creatures. I do. Okay. Some, some, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes
0: you're in a pinch, especially if you have like a, um, oh, uh, well, there's dictative Erebos, but there's also the the OG grave pact. You know, like that's that's gonna put a frown on your opponent's faces.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, th- this card pairs very nicely with uh, one that's coming up um, shortly, uh, the Sedgemore Witch. Ooh, um, yeah. That that seems yeah. like a lot of fun to like have a a de- deck kind of dedicated to. You know, making a bunch of incidental pests, then getting out uh, the witch, and then, like, sacrificing a bunch of uh, pests, and then getting a bunch more from copying this thing. So,
0: I don't know. This card seems really fun. Uh, Professor Onyx is next. It's four black black for a legendary planeswalker liliana comes into play with five loyalty counters on it it has magecraft whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell each opponent loses two life and you gain two life her plus one is you lose one life look at the top three cards of your library put one of them into your hand and the rest into your graveyard her minus three is each opponent sacrifices a creature with the greatest power among creatures that player controls And her minus eight is each opponent may discard a card. If they don't, they lose three life. Repeat this process six or more times. (laughs) Mm. All right. right.
1: Mm. Okay, so uh, Tendrils of Agony as its static ability, a Dark (laughs) Bargain as its plus one ability, uh, Soul Shatter as its negative three ability, and a Torment of Hailfire as its negative eight. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like There's... a pretty good card. Yeah, this thing is a house.
2: <laughs> and then, of course, there was a card from Odyssey that completely spiked in price because of Professor Onyx.
0: Was it Odyssey? <laughs> I thought it was um... Onslaught.
2: Onslaught, sorry.
0: Yeah.
2: Onslaught. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Chain yeah, of Smog. Chain of Smog, yeah. because yeah, it's like target player discards two cards from his or her hand. That player may copy the spell and choose a new target. So you just target yourself every single time. Yeah. And if Professor Onyx is out, you just kill everybody. You're like, the game <laughs> guys. <laughs> yeah, GG,
1: no cards in hand, but I still beat you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: it's pretty good. It's so funny that like, like it's kind of cool. That's why I really like Magic, because sometimes there's a card like this, and there's a total garbage card from way back that just now is like <laughs> super relevant. <laughs>
0: and then the foils yeah. just skyrocket in price. yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. no like i mean the
1: downside is she can't really protect herself like she has that minus three that can you know somewhat protect herself but it's no guarantee by any means but for sure like if i was running a, a storm deck like a mono black storm deck like she could be a fun way to finish the game
2: oh hands down
0: Okay, our last card today is Sedgmore Witch. We uh, did just mention it. It's two and a black for a 3-2 human warlock with menace. It has ward, ward. Uh, pay three life. Whenever this creature becomes the target of a spell or ability an opponent controls, counter it unless that player pays three life. And it also has magecraft. Whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, create a 1-1 black and green pest creature token with when this creature dies, you gain one life.
2: That's a lot of good value.
0: Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. A lot on this
1: card. So, Ward is a new keyword, by the way. Uh, new. It is. evergreen yeah. keyword. Ooh, spicy.
0: Evergreen.
2: It, yeah, I really like. I really like Ward as a keyword. Uh, personally, it's really good.
1: It's gonna make for some feel bads when people get countered though. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah that's why yeah things i mean it, yes it is it is fun but uh you know like the diffusion sliver kind of thing is not uh, uh you know i just don't like paying extra for things you know <laughs> i just prefer my spells being countered yeah i really you know call me old-fashioned but i really do <laughs>
1: it's all right all right you got me <laughs>
2: Yeah, I like I like how for like Ward in black, like you have to pay life, so it's like you're gonna be draining your opponent life if they really wanna target this as well.
1: Yeah, just a little bit of gravy. I don't think like in Commander that that Ward ability no. is not not gonna you know hold them back very much, but it's I guess some some
0: good gravy on the way out. Yeah, bolt them to the face. Oh yeah. Which is funny, cause you when you know you, when you leave like a, a family dinner, and I don't know about you guys, but I I often get sent home with food, and like gravy is not one of those things I get sent sent with on the way out. But um, well, you know, in this, in this scenario, you're getting gravy on the way out.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like having road
0: poutine, right? Oh, you know, yeah, that's fair enough. I'm not a poutine guy, so I didn't even think of that. So yeah, you're absolutely right. It is like a road poutine. Yeah. Yeah, poutine is like probably the best way to have gravy on the go. Oh, hell yeah. Although I do like a good fries and gravy. I'm just not, I'm not, ai don't want the cheese in there. Oh, that's fine. I'll I'll have your cheese. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. We'll get, yeah. I'll have a poutine, but take my cheese and put it on Riley's. Give him extra cheese. Don't charge him for it because I'm paying for it. And I'll just have fries and gravy. He's having a cheese, a poutine with extra cheese and you know if you're feeling generous give them extra gravy and we'll be on our way there you go <laughs> so it almost sounds like <laughs> a threat
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: right. i'm i'm a big fan of putting a little bit of ketchup
2: on there so you got the gravy Ooh, and the yummy yeah Savory that's
1: and sweet mm, mm, that, that does sound good you just made yeah. me
0: uncomfortable
2: <laughs> i i have yeah I have a lot of people are like why do you put ketchup on like gravy or like a poutine i was like i don't know it's a little
0: it's that little like it's, it's that vinegar a extra, like kind of bite yeah. i like it i like it. i'm gonna a bit of
2: a little bit of sweetness
0: yeah um and and Riley I think the threat just kind of came from the the condescending nature of my voice yes. and <laughs> I can't do anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> so That's everybody so w- with That's that so we're going to bring part 1 of our Strixhaven set review to a close. Uh we will be back next week with part 2. Of course, as usual. Um and we'll we'll definitely we're definitely going to cover red and green we'll see how much further we get um but if there are any white blue or black cards from this set that didn't make it onto our list and you're looking forward to playing with or just excited about uh you can let us know you can do that in the comment section below or dm us on instagram we'll get back to you real quick um but in any case thank you for listening as usual and we'll talk to you next week thanks everybody. Yeah, thanks. I bet. Bye Bye now. Goodbye. I bats. Turn one soul ring. Yeah, I won't get confused and say I'm Eric again.